Hey y'all, this is your host Casey Carden, and you're listening to The Grind. What's up, fam? Hope y'all had a good week. Today, sitting in with me is Carl Smith and an old buddy you heard on the last podcast, Joseph Crabb. How y'all doing, fellas? Are we doing all right? I talked about Joseph, so now you got to come up here. Defend <laughs> pretty good. Glad to be here. We had to uh, widen the hole. To get, he's, he's about seven foot tall, so <laughs> we had to get the door straightened out for him and Eli. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger than Creek, ain't he? Speaking of Creek. We're going to start off this session talking about the things we like about him. Y'all y'all good with that? Sounds good to me. All right. Um, I'll lead us off. All right. Next, next topic. Next topic. Uh, speaking of which, I need to put this out there. If y'all listen to our last few podcasts, it sounds like we absolutely hate each other. But that's what we do. That's we're friends. We dish it out, and we can take it. You know, if you if you get butt hurt easily, you might not want to listen to this podcast at all because we don't hold a lot back. We'll talk about whoever and whatever. Yeah, I think I think the nice stuff probably offends us more than the stuff that people think we hate each other. If you say something nice about me, it ain't something ain't right. <laughs> yeah, we don't know how to take it. All right, guys. Um, we did our last podcast last week, and a few hours later, Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement again. I just, I don't know that dude. I looked it up. He's worth two hundred million dollars. So I thought Giselle was spending all the money on gas or something. She, she is worth four hundred million dollars. I've been saying I always heard she had more money than he did. Uh. He said supposedly had some unfinished business. And uh, that's that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Evidently, they don't need any money. So he's got a love for the game. But my question is, with all these different free agents and people moving around and all, if you don't need money like that, can they take league minimum or, or maybe a little bit more, just not these multi-million dollar contracts, and load up teams and go and win Super Bowls? Well, I don't know how true it is, but that's something I've always heard that Tom Brady does, that he that he reconstructs his contracts so that other players can be paid to have that talent around him. You know, versus Aaron Rodgers making, you know, his new contract, $50 million, well, his top receiver left. Yeah. You know, which I seen a meme that said, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers after – he found out Devontae Adams had left. He was retiring. <laughs> I just – I thought some of them were like that. You know, same thing with basketball. I just – I don't watch it or get into it that much with the salary cap and all, but I just always wondered these players after a few years, they don't need the money. Most of them's got fairly decent agents that will invest it in different stuff. Some of them steal it from them. But – uh I just always wondered if you want to go out and win championships. I think it, it, it depends on the player themselves, you know, how greedy they are, how much money they want. 
But I'm like you, you know, if, I, if I've got the talent and got the money and don't need the money, yeah, I would rather, I would rather pay more talent to win that championship. Because, you know, like you're talking about Brady, at this point, it ain't about the money. It's, it's all about those championship rings. I think this will go along with it, but college football, Alabama. And I'm not taking nothing away from Nick Saban. You got to be a good coach to get it. But the talent he's had over the years, could other coaches have took that? Decent coaches, not your average. But could they take that talent and go and win Super Bowls? Is he that good or is he just good and then – they have set a precedence now, and everybody wants to come, so he doesn't have to be necessarily that good of a coach. Well, I think I, I think kind of both. But, I mean, you know, he's that good of a coach. That's why he gets that talent. They win championships. So if you're a kid coming out of high school and you want to go and make a name for yourself and win a championship, where are you going? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's all of them. Yeah, he doesn't have to chase five-star recruits. They come to him. Once you build your organization and you win the games, he wins. And he's a great coach. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a great coach. But once you once you get that built, they come to you. Yeah. That's well, I mean, bottom line, though, no matter how good of a coach you are, you have to have that certain level of talent. I mean, you'd be the best coach in the world, but you've got players that just can't play, won't play. You're not going to win. So I, I mean, I kind of think it takes both. But like he said. He's not – I mean, I'm sure he still chases some of them down, but for the most part, they're knocking on his door. But, you know, he did have a stint in the NFL, and I don't think he did yeah, that he did, well. he didn't do well. So, But then again, you know, you're not working with kids. You're working with grown a men. bunch of grown, sport men that has millions yeah. of dollars, and they're not going to play like a college player wants to play. That's true. Have they, that's, that's the reason I didn't want them to start paying college players. Well, see, that was my next question. Have they started that? I heard rumors that they were going to do it. I didn't know if they had started it or not. As far as I know, it's already started. I thought it had started, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they're doing commercials, getting paid. I know Alabama's got that one guy named Kool-Aid. He actually, he's actually endorsing Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, his name's Kool-Aid and he's endorsing Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, wow. But, you know. I don't know if there's any kind of any kind of cap on that, but. Well, with my thing with that, you know. I don't know how you could cap it. You're talking about paying college players. You don't think they should? Or you think they should? No, I don't think they should. You don't think they should get paid at all? No. The millions and millions of dollars that they're making at university, you don't think they should get paid? No. Mm. Well, I don't know. In, in ways they're, they're I, getting a free I, education. They well, got free room, free board, free education. They got well, all I agree their, with they, that. They, get all, they got all their clothes. They get everything gave to them. Well, I, mean, to I, I agree with that, but how many of those players are there? I'd say most of those players are there – because of football, they don't. They're they're not worried about that education. I mean, they do get it, but at the same time, say they're playing this this football and they get college football and they get hurt. Well, there went that NFL money. So I mean, you know, none of that's guaranteed. Plus, they're making them millions of dollars. So it's it's kind of hard for me to not think they ought to. Yeah, get paid. but if they get hurt, they're not making them that money no more. Right. I think you could put a clause in it. Hey, you know. Well. But I don't agree with them paying them either. I'm like, Joseph, you getting all this stuff free and do does every football player are they on a scholarship? Like even the kicker and stuff like that? No, it, I no. Don't. It depends on the player. Sometimes you'll have a half scholarship or a quarter scholarship and you pay the rest. But I'm gonna say most of your D one schools, I say most of those players are on a full scholarship. 
to the bigger schools, or is all D one bigger schools? Yeah. No, I'm talking about Division one athletes. I say they're all they're all on a full ride because because yeah. if they're not, I mean they could go to a Division two school or NAI school and go for free there. It just depends on what you're wanting, they're wanting to do. Now, now you've got you've got a lot of college players that go to play ball, and they know they're not going to be a pro player. But this is how they're going to get their education. They're using that for their education. So you right. think it's probably equal to equals out? So if you've got a, out. if you've got a subpar player, and he does make it to a D one school, I mean, if they're not going to pay his full scholarship, he'll just drop down a level and go get his because he knows he's not going pro. So you think get, it kind of equals out? He'll drop down a division, get a full scholarship. Now with get these his education. with these schools, does all do all schools have? the same amount of scholarships or do certain schools get more scholarships based on a attendance They're or different. So do you know what it's based on? Is it based on attendance size? I say it's both. So like a school like Alabama versus a smaller school, they would be able to give more scholarships because they're a bigger school. And it depends <laughs> on donations too. You got, uh, all, you got all these backers that, Pour a lot of money into these programs. You know, we got Vandy, who's who's in the SEC, and for a while, and I, I never even would have thought about going to Vandy, no matter how good my grades were. That's just that's where Vandy is up on my list. It's just it's a smart school, and I said the better that football team gets, the dumber that school gets. <laughs> Hey, that makes sense. And I, I ain't talking about football players, but I mean, come on now. I see you what can. you're saying. That does make sense. Well, all right, that's uh, that's it for our Tom Brady and Giselle. I just well, I would say as far as Tom Brady, I don't know why he ever left. I mean, that, yeah, that, when you're that, playing that, at that, that man, level, he is at the top of his game. I just wonder I mean, if he play, he's playing just as good now or better. Better his stats are than he better. Did 10 I years ago, if they say, "Hey, we're not going to have a quarterback." Would you mind coming back for another year or two until we can get things in place and all? Uh, you know, there's never no shady stuff like that that goes on. No. But I just – who – because all we heard or all I heard, and I don't watch it that much, was he was retiring. I never heard their quarterback talk anymore, who who was going to be their main quarterback or anything. And all of a sudden he just comes out of retirement. Yeah, I don't know why he did either. I'm like you, you know. If he maybe if they had won the Super Bowl, you know, I could see walking away after you win that Super Bowl. You're you're there, but he had a disappointing season. So for him to retire after the disappointing season, I didn't understand that. You know, those hits got to be a lot easier than down there in Tampa Bay. It was New England, <laughs> about a fifty degree swing. Yeah, you know it is. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't understand his retirement either. But I, I do think his stats are better now but than years ago. I don't know I don't know what kind of shape he's in. Well, you know, those hits take a toll. I mean, to look at I mean, him, though. I mean, he's how old are you? I Me and him are pretty close to the same age. He's my <laughs> age. I couldn't imagine getting beat up like he does. <laughs> did, did, don't you cover? have a football injury yourself? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Broke a collarbone playing touch football. <laughs> Man, why'd you have to say it like that? Because it's your fault. But uh, oh, it was yours. I thought it was playing with a bunch no, of kids. I could, I couldn't catch him. He just fell down on his own. I got there, man. They you were, trip over the yardage line. No, he <laughs> he he brought. He just got there because he's late. Because he's late to everything. I don't know if anybody 
who knows Carl, but he's late to everything. So we're there. We've already been playing for 15 minutes. Here comes Carl. So he's fresh. He runs out on the field. He goes out for his first pass. Did you even get tackled? Or did you just die? You, you dove for the ball. He I dives for the for ball. The ball. Hey, you know, he's old. He ain't stretched out or nothing. He dives for the ball. He lands on his shoulder. He gets up, and he says, man, that hurt. I, you left some out. I got. I run for the touchdown. Don't leave that out. He hobbled for the touchdown. <laughs> but anyway, he gets up, and he walks over, and he says, man, that hurt. I said, well, it looked like it hurt. He said, no, you, no, you don't understand. He said, that really hurt. And he said, he said, I think I might have broke it. So I run my hand down his collarbone, and my finger just fell in where it broke. I said, yeah, I said it's broke. All right. So we ride over to the hospital with him, you know, just to give him a hard time, really. So he goes in there, and uh, my brother's, I don't know, he's, he's what, 6'4", yeah. 300 pounds. I'm 6'6", 350 at the time. I ain't going to talk about it now. But anyway. Yeah, and I'm like 5'10". Two twenty. So we step in the emergency room. Doctor comes out. He's talking to him about it. He says, "Yeah." He said, "I think I broke my collarbone." He's was playing, and, he, and the doctor looked up and said, "Were well, these guys?" <laughs> and he said, "Yeah." And then Carl says, "Yeah, but it was touch." I said, "Why? Why you mess it up? Man, you had it." Yeah, I should have just let that one go. Yeah, he had yeah. it. Man. I shot myself in the foot in on the that foot. one. <laughs> That's the first time I'd heard that whole story. But it was about six or eight months later. We were we were coaching our it's a little league or T ball then. It's little league. Minor league. It's minor league. The minor league team. Mm-hmm. And uh we'd won the game and the kids were the kids were chasing coach uh chasing Carl around the field and Carl slips and falls. He gets up and he says, I think I broke it. I mean, you can't even fall down now without breaking something? <laughs> Well, in my defense, I don't think that doctor, I don't even remember who it was, but that doctor, he, he should have done something different. He just let it heal by itself. And when I broke it the second time, they looked at the first x-ray, and he was like, you ain't got no pins or plates or nothing? I was like, no. He said, well, you should have had. He said, we're going to do it this time. So they put a plate in and six or eight screws. So it ain't broke since then, knock on wood. <laughs> you ain't done nothing since then. Well, that's probably true, too. That's what it was. It wasn't too long after that he, he decided he was going to go on a bike ride. I ain't rode a bike in years. So he gets, jumps on a bike, and he rides for like 15 miles. <laughs> he, all right, he gets back to the house, and it's not a week later. He is, he is, he's set up in the house, and he can't even move his head. That's when, that's when his neck started. You remember that? Yeah, I pulled a muscle on my neck. And that's when his neck, you had to have surgery on his neck. But I Carl's, think- nick, Carl's nickname is Scarface, by the way. I don't know if anybody knows that. <laughs> no, they don't know that story either. Hey, why everybody make fun of me when they come on here? Well, you're comical. <laughs> Maybe we're just that boring. <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm gonna mention right quick. We uh located in Plasky, Tennessee, and we've started. Uh, I'm a member of the uh, Chamber of Diplomats, and we started a Saturdays on the Square. What that is, it's a summertime monthly event where we will have live music, food trucks, beer sales, and, re- and the retailers stay up open, and a lot of other stuff. They try to have kids' games and stuff like that. Our next Saturdays on the Square is April 9th and starts at 6 o'clock. So if y'all are listening to this, come on out to the Square, April 9th, 6 o'clock, listen to a band, do some shopping, and I'll just hang out with a bunch of people. So you're a diplomat now? Yes, I've been knighted. So you have diplomatic immunity? 
on certain stuff. <laughs> as long as he's on the square. Just on the square. <laughs> so if we want to kick what? his butt, we have to get him off the square. Get off the square. What, what kind of bands? Do you have any names yet? They were on a thread. I'm not sure. Um, just some up and comings. I mean, no Luke Bryan or Up Church, nobody like that. Man, but you're getting, come on. They're uh, got to bring the talent. They're 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 reaching out for some that's you know legitimate, trying to trying to make it and all. And how often is this, or what did you say? It's every or it's once a month on Saturdays, and they usually do it during the uh, summertime months. We started it last year and had, I think, two of them maybe. But our first one this year is April 9th. Is and this something different than, what was it, summer summer solstice or something? Yeah, they, they were having summer solstice. Is that, is that taking yeah, its place, think, same thing? Uh, that's, this is different. This Summer solstice, I think, now is combined with Sundrop Festival. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. But, yeah, this is just something to uh, raise more money, get the retailers um you know, around the square, trying to grow our square and all. But I think Columbia does it on Fridays or something, so it's not like a new thing we invented. We kind of just copied others that people had gone to and, and, and seen. So, Well, I, I haven't been to a lot of stuff up on the square, but I came one time to the Soltis thing. I mean, it was, it was neat. It's, you know, and for a long time, I didn't. I didn't come to the stuff. I just – but if y'all are out there – Ain't got nothing to do. Come up. It's it's neat to see. A lot of times you miss out on stuff that you don't even know about. It's a uh, good times. Again, that's April 9th is our first one. It starts at six o'clock. Speaking of round the square, have y'all guys been to the library at all lately? We got a library. <laughs> that was my next question. Do y'all even know where it is? No, I know I know where it's at, <laughs> but I can't say the last time I've been in there. It's probably been twenty years. I was there the other day looking at some of their different books and all. And uh, I saw the Guinness Book of Records. My penis was in it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but then the librarian asked me to take it out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> Is this largest, smallest? I thought it was. Smallest. What are we classified, did he? He might not be lying. I thought he was lying there for a minute, but he might not be. He didn't classify which way that went. But we really do have a nice library over there. They've even got a little museum in the back. Like I said, it's been probably 20 years or longer than that since I've been over there. Well, let me take that. They did have a small museum in the back. Well, I'll put it to different, you. Different things in cases and stuff back there. Like what? About the town, about the state. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll put it to you like this. Yes, it's been so long since I went in there. I used to go in there and play on the computer, and I played Oregon Trail. <laughs> so that tells you how long it's been since I've been in there. Hmm. I don't think Creek's ever been in there. I know at one time they were going to do a joint venture between Martin's Library and the county, their city library, but I don't know what happened. Well, what what changes? I guess it fell through. What changes you think is going to come out of all this changing to UT and all that? And you think it's well, going to you've already you've already seen it in the housing market. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And it's um, a bunch of more local business owners starting up, and I've actually got three of them coming Tuesday night. We're going to talk on a podcast. You got a. Uh, Color Me Cozy. She just opened up Kitchen. Color Me Cozy. What is that? Kitchen 201 or what is that? He's going to kill me. 213 or something. It's a restaurant. I know they were going to open up a couple years ago, but I don't know what happened. He, uh, they, they run the, uh, 
barbecue place down in uh, Elkton. Oh, okay. I got you. Anyway, he's part of that, and uh, he's been remodeling. Looks good. He's about ready to open though. And then and you got on uh, Bryson Road. Yes, down in Bryson. Yes, back on the corner. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, Olivia Officer and the uh, Owens Candy Owens has opened up their shop up here beside Electric Department, just a couple doors down. So you've got a lot of entrepreneurs that's opening up, and like he said, the housing market's growth and all, and it's just. So you think it's all good? Everything's good with it. You bad side to it? There's. Well, they say they say anytime I knew. Something like that comes in. You start bringing a lot of outside people in. Your student population grows. I mean, you're, you're going to have good with bad. It's really going to bring up everybody's business. But then again, I don't know if you're, you know, crime level usually goes up with that. We're, you know. I don't but I'm going to say you're, you're going to have, it's going to be maybe three to four years before it really grows any bigger because they just don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the room for the students. Yeah. They're going to have to build. And once you get things passed through the Senate, as far as approval for to spend the money, you've got, you know, you're like three years out from that, just getting the money. All right, guys, let's talk about things that make you go, hmm, creep. Every time I talk to that dude, every time I look at that dude, I'm just like, hmm. And, it, and he one of my best friends. I'm just like, hmm, what's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's wrong with me? <laughs> well, I want to know how you meet somebody like Creek. You don't know a lot about him. You sit down and you play chess with him, and he beats you in three moves. That That's the scary part. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't let that dude hustle you in no chess. Just, you wouldn't believe it, and he will, like he said, three moves. First time I played him, three moves. I was like, what? It, I said, no, nah, that ain't right. And I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. You That's probably all he's it. got, though. He's just, oh, stu- think, he's studied, just stuck on that three. He has studied that three moves, <laughs> nah. and nobody knew about it. And nah, as much nah. as I'd like to agree nah, with you. I played nah. with him. I played with him, you know, quite a bit after that. He's, he's good. Uh, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think I've ever beat him. I haven't. I quit playing with him. I won't, I won't play him no more. I can't beat him. I don't think I'll ever beat him, and I'm not giving him the satisfaction of beating me every time we play. You asked him how he met him. He was telling us the other day that they were walking down the hall and passed each other, and his Alfro knocked Carl down to into the locker. <laughs> see, that was a bridge for it, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Because, see, when I met him, he he didn't have an Afro like that. So I didn't meet him to high school. Well, I was fishing to ask you what see? was your first uh, meeting with Creek, because we kind of talked about that last week. I asked Casey, I was like, you know what? When you first met Creek, what was the first thing that stood out? And it was that big old afro. I mean, that was – and my son, William, he was like, he had an afro? And I was like, yeah, I'm not talking about an afro. I'm talking about an afro, a big see, old – See, never, I never knew him then. And he, he wants to see pictures, so I'm going to have to get some pictures somewhere, somehow, with that big old afro. Things that make you go, hmm, cereal. Is that soup? Is it soup? <laughs> it can be. Depends on how long it sits there. Why? Well, I mean, from the beginning, it's why be soup. You what? say how long it sits there? Is that because the? Oh, I say soup is soft and savory. Good. So it's got to get. It's got to warm up before it's savory, right? See, and that was one of my questions: Are all soups warm? 
No. Like your clam chowders. Yeah. I don't vichy eat that That's stuff. cold potato soup. What is that? Vichy, vichy I don't know if I'm saying right, would say, man. y'all bringing out them big words now. I don't even know if that's in my Google dictionary. <laughs> I'm country. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. That ain't country. What language is that? Let's go with French. <laughs> <laughs> say it one more time. Say it one more time. Vichy soir. Vichy soir. Look it up. Everybody's got Google. Look it up. I, How you spell it? V Ishiwa. <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. I'm gonna y'all go ahead. I'm gonna look this up real quick. All right, you look it up. Next thing, hot dog. Oh man, don't is ask that, me if it's a sandwich. Is that a sandwich? Hold on. Or is that a taco? That's what I'm gonna say. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not even arguing this point. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know how you classify well, either well, one. Well, I do slice them in half and fry them and put them on two pieces of bread and make a sandwich. Hey, I've done that before. Put your slice of cheese on it. Oh, yeah, I've done that. That's, that's po' folk food. But we talking about a frankfurter, right? On a hot dog bun. A hot dog bun. I think it's classified. you got meat between two pieces of bread, so it could be a sandwich. And you also, it's folded, so it could be a taco. I don't think it'd be a taco. I I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, I mean, if you're it, asking it, it, me, it, it, it's a it's, sandwich. It's it, not a it's not a Spanish American or a or a Mexican food. It can't be a taco. I mean, is that how you is that? What's the definition of taco? Is it got I, Spanish? I, is it got that in it? I, I don't just even, wanted to make you go. Hmm. I didn't look none of this crap up. Well, <laughs> but if you're asking me, it's a sandwich because I when I when I see a hot dog, I in no way think of a taco. So yeah, but I think I, you're only giving us two choices here. What sandwich, sandwich or taco? I said, it ain't soup. I was like, <laughs> like, man, you want a sandwich? Yeah, give me a hot dog. Now nobody says that. I mean, that's kind of the way I've looked at it. What kind I of sandwich you it. want? What kind of sandwich you want? A hot dog? See, nobody says no, that. I've looked at a hot dog as its own thing. You know, like he said, when somebody said, you don't just give me a give me a hot dog sandwich. You know, that just ain't. you at the game. I'm I'm gonna run up here and give me a sandwich from the concession stand. <laughs> Come back with a hot dog. I thought you was getting a sandwich. I did. No, see, no, it's not. It's not a sandwich. <laughs> no, that, I, that's just my take on it. Well, what is it? It's its own thing. It's its own thing. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. So, what is a sandwich? What's a sandwich? Two pieces of bread with meat in the middle. I mean, yeah. So, so is hamburger a sandwich? Yes. Well, it's on a bun, which ain't actually. I mean, is bread different? Is Bread different from a bun. Now you know there was there was an Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, I have heard that. I mean, I, didn't I don't know, know if I that's where it, where it originated. I didn't know him personally, but yeah, I've heard <laughs> I've heard of him. All right. How important does a person have to be before they are considered assassinated instead of just murdered? How important? How does a person it? have to be before they're considered assassinated you, instead you go to of murdered? You're bed at night thinking about this stuff. I was going to say, how, long, how, how big of a headache did you have coming up with all this? Because you're giving me one now. Assassination versus murder. Is it, a, is it political? I mean, has all assassinations been politically driven? I mean, does, does politics, I mean, is that what an assassination, well, no, I don't guess that. It, it's not solely Political, but most of the assassinations you hear of are political. If you're a political or social leader and you're killed, they usually call it assassination. So when I when I take care of Creek, it's just gonna be murder. 
You gonna edit that? Uh, I mean, I mean Creek can't. ain't Creek ain't here, and we don't know why. And and he just said this. Yeah, you might want to edit that. I might have just incriminated myself. And I don't like these but, questions. I got two more. You you having to think too hard? No, it's giving me a headache. If a redhead works at a bakery, does that make him a gingerbread man? <laughs> No, that's corny. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to answer that one. Joseph, he didn't crack a smile. I'm not going to answer that's that one. That's just corny. Did Did you ever find out your vichwa or whatever? Are you still trying to spell it? Um, man, I got I got caught up. Hang on. <laughs> he can't do two things at once. Gingerbread. All right. Well, we'll, we'll just let that man. slide. That was kind of corny. corny but, All yeah. right. Here's another. If nothing sticks to Teflon, how does Teflon stick to the pan? I don't like you. <laughs> it's a baked on finish. Well, yeah. See, nothing sticks to Teflon, but the Teflon sticks to the pants. Because the pan's not sticking to the Teflon, the Teflon's sticking to the pan. Well, it's like plastic wrap. It only sticks it to It sticks itself. to everything except what you want it to. <laughs> yeah. I hate that junk. I remember at Jitney Jungle, man. We used to take your plastic wraps and they had a heater where you'd set it on it, kind of warm it together. We would take it and we would just ball it up and heat it, ball it up and heat it. And we'd have some fights back here in the back. Oh, if you get wrapped up with that stuff, you ain't going nowhere either. We've wrapped up a few people with that stuff over the years. All right, that wraps up this segment of things that make you go, hmm. And y'all going to be thinking about these at night when y'all go to sleep. Mm, got any time at all? You're going to give me a headache. Oh, is that your Visashui or... A lighter version of the traditional, whatever the hell that word is, chilled potato leek soup. What is leek? Onion. It's a big onion. Leeks and come on, man. You're not cooking. I don't cook. Yeah, we cook with onions. (laughs) Onion. Onion. What'd you say that word was? Onions. Leeks. Leeks. Leek and leeks and. Yeah, looks like a green onion was a big. I I tell you what, I wish I had some Yukon gold, but it wouldn't be potatoes. And quit reading other stuff on my phone. Uh, no, that's don't the, read all that. Out that's there. in the definition, man. But I think it's French. Pretty oh. sure it was French. Yeah, whatever. Then <laughs> you you ever watched the first Batman with Michael Keaton? Man, there's like fifty Batmans, but yeah, I think so. Well, he's well. Alfred brings him some soup, and he takes a bite, and he says it's cold. And he said, "Sir, it's supposed to be cold," and that's what it is. It's just why. Is that how you know that? That's the first place I saw it. I'm pretty sure. Because I know, you know, men, you we played a lot of Trivial Pursuit, and we go back and forth, and it seems like we always have some useless knowledge. And we always ask each other, how do you know that? Just stupid stuff. All right. It's Vichy Swaz. That's how you say it, Vichy Swaz. Vichy Swaz. Hey, has that got uh, the sound on it, on the word, how you say it? That didn't, but that's what I was looking for, but I can't. All right, guys, we're going to touch on this uh, probably controversial topic, but I don't think it's as controversial as, as it may seem. But You know what? I'm not even going to give this person the – it's not even worth my time. I just – I'm disgusted by it so bad, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to give them acknowledgement. That wasn't prepared, but I just – the, the longer I sit here, it's like, I to think me. Should, I think we should talk about it. 
Okay. Because I think we all have the same feelings toward it. Oh, well, you ain't going to well, read that now. You done ripped it well, into I 50 just, pieces. I needed this thing's name. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So everybody, I know everybody's saying, even if you don't watch TV or know, you've heard somebody talk about it around the work cooler if you got a job. Leah Thomas is the first biological-born male woman to win a national championship of 500. Thomas stands six feet, four inches tall. She may be in here. No, he's six, seven. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, I got a word for you. Bichois. Bichois. Hey, I was close, man. Do it one more again. <laughs> I guess one's all you get. <laughs> you done tore your phone Bichy up trying swat. to say that word. Oh, here it goes. Bichy swaz. Bichy swaz. All right. Swaz. I don't think I put the S on it. I just said Bichy swaz. Well. <laughs> All right, so this thing stands six foot tall, was born with male chromosomes, male bone structure, and went through puberty with male sex hormones. To think this didn't give Leah an incredible advantage is absurd. That's the piece of paper I got. That's why test for steroids and all, if you're going to let something like that compete. Oh, I don't agree with it at all. I, 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 absurd is a nice word for me. Well, I mean, can, I just don't. Can, can a female athlete take male hormones? Male hormone? yeah. Hey, that's a very good point. I don't know if they can or not. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, to each person their own, I get that. But when you're talking about competitions and, and different things like that, I, I, I just feel that that's what such I, an unfair advantage. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, everybody wants equality between men and women. Well, first of but all, men are, and women are different. They're that's what different. I was going to say. They They're are physically different. different. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, I mean, if that was the case, you wouldn't have women's NBA. Yeah, I mean, right. they're, they're exactly. different. It's just, it's just not, it's not fair. I mean, I'm not I'm saying. I'm not going to say. There's some women that can't outdo some men. Exactly, that's what I was on an individual say. basis. But I mean, when you, I mean, you put them all together, and I don't know how many other events that thing entered. I know it was more than one. That's only one it won. But what I wish would have happened was all the athletes got up there, got their starting positions, and, and when that move. gun fired, they just stayed. Yeah, and just didn't ju- didn't. Attempt to swim or nothing. Well, I mean, like I said, to, to each person their own. It, it, you live your life ever how you want to live your life. You know, I'm not saying that. But when it comes to, is, is this the Olympics or what is this? Your, is, what, what did it win in? Uh, the NCAA Women's Championship. Okay. So, it's, I mean, it's a big stage. Yeah. It's, it, it's a big stage with, with prestige and, and, you know, all that. Live your life you, like you want. But at the same time, I just feel that that's such an unfair advantage. Well, who, did, it, who, did, who did she swim against? A bunch of losers, apparently. No, all women, right? Yeah. Yeah, was she the only one? As far as I know. Is she, is not, that, is is she not allowed to swim against the men? Is that is, is, What well, is that classified you know, as? Transgender? Is that what we're looking I, I at? Or what is the classification? I don't even know. I don't know how that works. 
I, I don't know. You know, she worked her balls off to get there. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that that was you, you, yeah, that's a good one. I'll give you clapping yeah, on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, that's kind of like I look at also like um a weightlifting. You know, uh, like I said, uh, men and women are different. Just the different body structures, the the muscle mass, the whatever. I just, yeah. I can't, it's just too unfair in my opinion. No matter what your religion, belief, or anything like that, to line up a male and a female right here, you can physically look at them and tell there's a difference. Physically. Right. right. Once you get inside them, their internal stuff is also different. I mean, it's... <laughs> Well, I know me, myself, and, and this is just me, but I, I wouldn't feel right bragging if I did win. I, I know. I mean, you know, and, and the way I'm looking at that is that's me going out here playing baseball with some uh, five, six, seven-year-old kids and, and just stomping on them and bragging about it. I mean, I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I like that joke. I had to throw it in there. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That one wasn't as corny. <laughs> what makes a cuss word a cuss word? What makes I'd say just the way word? the word is perceived, how someone takes it. Well, according to dictionary.com, and take it as it is, definition of a curse word, a profane or obscene word, especially as used in anger or for emphasis. Well, that that was what well, I was fixing to say. So, I asked. Well, I asked somebody. What goes into profane or obscene? Yeah, I mean, um, well, yeah, exactly. What is obscene? I mean, you've got a different definition. Nothing nowadays. It appears exactly. People have different definitions. I, but, but I was told, you know, I asked that um, to a religious man one time. You know, what makes this word a cuss word? What makes you know what makes poop or crap? You know, not a cuss word, but shit's supposed to be a cuss word. I mean, it's all the same. And I was told that anything you use in anger. Is supposedly a cuss word. That's what I was told. And that sounds similar to what the definition you read, you know, out of anger. But it's all relative to people. I mean, right. people's interpretation, I guess. Well, I looked on that wonderful thing of the internet, and I didn't look far. If y'all are a lot smarter than me out there, which is very believable, don't come at me. <laughs> but from what I found, nobody intended bad words. Nobody invented bad words. Some cultures decided that the words for certain subjects were bad words. In English, the taboo subjects are sex, the toilet, and religion. Races and disabilities also include taboos. So, I mean, in Japanese, the taboo subjects are sex, toilet, and talking about disabilities or races. So basically, somebody set the rules, and that's just where it kind of went. Yes. Here's another piece I found. Consider, F-U-C-K, the Anglo-Saxon word for sexual intercourse. Filthy four-letter word. However, fornicate from the old French fornicur for exactly the same act is fine in in polite company. Similarly, consider shit versus excrement, arse versus fundament, piss versus urinate, and other Anglo-Saxon words for which we no longer use the French version, but are all which have alternate alternatives that are regarded as 
inoffensive such as cunt, fart, cock, all distasteful at the least, impolite company, or downright offensive. So it's... I guess it's all about your company and who you're talking to and how it's perceived and... But so I just said three or four words right there, just reading them. I wasn't in anger. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, exactly. What you was gotta, that I word? Mean, you got to look at the word shit. I, I mean, wasn't emphasizing it. I mean, shit is not always said in anger. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've looked at it, but, you know, it can be used as a noun, a pronoun, a verb, you know. Yeah, the whole anger. It means thing. everything. Yeah, the whole anger something. thing. I, I get it, but I don't get it. Just you, I mean, you just proved the point. You know, like you read those words off that paper. Does that mean it's a cuss word? It wasn't no anger. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying. If I screamed R, you know, are you ready? And I screamed it, and I was mad, like I do with my kids. Are you ready? <laughs> Did I just cuss them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, by the definition, yeah. But yeah. in my opinion, no. I've said a lot worse to my kids. I know. Well, yeah, I know. But I mean, I mean, a curse isn't just a certain word. It's the way it's presented. It's the way it's presented, the way you mean it. Well, I mean, you know, that's like, you know, people look at, say, the word retarded. You know, that's not necessarily a, a, a perceived nice word. But a lot of times I'll say that, you know, are you retarded? And I don't mean it to offend somebody, and it's something I probably shouldn't say. But that's a word that I don't look at the way other people look at, it, you know. That's just the way I think. And I talk to my kids like I talk to just about anybody else, and a lot of people probably look down on that, but I don't know. I just, uh, I had had it come up recently, and uh, I think you had said you had had it come up fairly recently, so I just just wanted to touch on it and get y'all's thoughts on it. Well, I think there's confusion between curse words and words that are just vulgar. Yeah. That's like you got daughters. All right. And when they have to go to the bathroom, do they say, I got to go take a piss? No. Would, would that seem odd to you? Yeah. Would you not like <laughs> them to say that? Right. Well, I know my kids have got a foul mouth. I know they do. But a lot of that's my fault. Like I said, I talk to my kids like I talk to anybody, and they, they kind of talk to me that way sometimes, cutting up. But I'm okay with that to an extent. As long as, you know, we're cutting up or something, they're not going to cuss me. They're not going to stand up out of anger or whatever and cuss me. They're not going to cuss y'all. It, it's a respect thing. You know, if I hear them tell their, their friend to do this or do that, they're cutting up, they're playing, it doesn't bother me. Now, a lot of people, it probably will, which my kids are a little bit older, yours or younger, you know. It, but, I mean. He's talking about his kids. His kids grown. they they grown <laughs> men and women. Nah, them's my babies. He don't cuss him because he's scared of him. He's scared of him. <laughs> hey, them boys are bigger than me. <laughs> I, well, I know his fella, and I'm not going to call his name. He'll he'll be telling a story, and he'll kind of start whispering and look around, and he'll be like, I told him to get the shit out of here. You know, when, when he goes to say shit or whatever, that's when he gets quiet and looks around. like all, So he knew not to talk at, you know, and they they're just telling me a story. Wasn't, he wasn't mad, he wasn't angry, but he had the conscience to lower his voice and all. If you knew it was wrong, why didn't you just change your word? <laughs> if you had the conscience to stop, look around, and lower your voice. Right. Well, my, my thing with that is, I like I said, I got a foul mouth. I say a lot of stuff that I shouldn't and everything else, but it also depends on the company I'm in. 
Exactly. So if you if you wouldn't say it in mixed company, you want to say it. Because you feel you feel in some way that it's wrong to say it. Right. Yeah, and that's I'm, what I'm saying. You know, that Right. And he this person uh, they, they do it a lot. He'll lower his voice right before he says that word and kinda of look around. Only that word, whatever word, and uh it's I'm like, if you had the presence to look around and or or tell uh this person's been around my kids before. Hold your ears. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. If you're making the conscious effort and you see it, then, yeah, what's the point? I say it. Yeah. Yep. But a lot of times when I'm talking, I don't necessarily oh, yeah, see it that way, especially if I'm talking to y'all. But, you know, if I'm around, if I'm around women, a lot of times I, 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 I'm more conscious of what I say. And, I mean, I don't consider myself a very religious person, but if I'm around somebody that I know, is religious. I try to respect mm-hmm. them. Yeah. You know, so when when I'm around certain people or a certain environment, I become more conscious of it. But talking to people that I feel like it doesn't bother them, you know, I don't really become conscious of it. But if somebody but, points it out, I try to respect them then, you know. It's just everybody's different. I know people that are very, very respectful. But when they talk, it doesn't matter who they're around. They use any language they want to. They're not doing being disrespectful. That's just, That's just normal. Their normal way mm-hmm. of talking. Yeah, they don't see anything. They wrong don't see with anything it. wrong with it. Yeah, and I mean it doesn't matter. But yeah, if you're making the conscious effort to be quiet or something, then yeah, you you had that thought. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why you could say easily it? change the word or you yeah. know then yeah I get so. that. You know, your parents taught you. If you've got to hide it or cover it up or you know don't do it. Yeah, yeah. If it don't feel right, or like you said, hide it or cover it up, there's something wrong. It's with wrong. It. You're right. All right, guys. We're nearing the end. I've got four memes here, and uh, <laughs> I think they're all off the gas since gas is kind of crazy right now. So, both of you grab one or two. There's four there, and whoever's got two will, will go first and and last. So, right, Joseph, you you ended up with two. Come so. on, guys. Hey, yeah, yeah you it's my first read. day. I'm not going to talk. Yeah, we can't even get a breath in. <laughs> can't even get a word in over here. Well, he quiet down a little bit after he quit they, making They fun may of not him. be funny. They may be corny, but just. <clears throat> Who came up with them and you just find them? I just found them on the internet. All right, because this looks like one you came up with. <laughs> All right, my first one says, gas so damn high, the mailman working from home. He called me yesterday and read my bills to me. <laughs> I saw that one somewhere. I don't know where I saw it, but I did see that one. I, I hadn't seen that one. I think these come off Facebook. Oh. That's probably where I saw <laughs> that one. It says, uh, gas price is so high, even Rona stopped traveling. <laughs> That's kind of the truth. If we haven't heard that much about it, which gas prices in wars kind of got all the news covered up right now. But Yeah. yeah. You, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I heard, I saw somebody, and somebody made a comment that, uh, they don't feel sorry for these people that went and bought these big trucks, and uh, they they don't feel sorry for them now having to pay that high gas price. How you feel about that? <laughs> it don't bother it me. Don't bother I don't me. care. I mean, it's whatever. It's somebody else fussing it's about some, something yeah. else. Yeah. All right. Mine says I checked Kelly Blue Book today for my car's value, and it asked if the tank was full or empty. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> yeah, it is a big difference. Cause I don't know what your truck's like. I got a 36-gallon tank on mine. Oh. And, I mean, it's like 
It's like $120 to fill it up. Well, that's not that much. Well, I, filled I, mine I don't up. let it get that low. I've been saying, I filled mine up the other day from a little over half a tank, and it was still almost 50 bucks. So I was like, yeah, I don't half I a tank. not let it get that bad. We back to me. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're the greedy one that took two. You got to read two. I've heard this one. Gas prices got everyone driving like they on probation, straight to work and straight home. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do anyway. I doing that when it was two dollars a gallon. I don't know that hashtag. What is that? Do you know what that means? Hashtag MRL. I do not. What is it? MRL. No idea. We're too damn old. And and when did a number sign become a hashtag? Things that make you go, hmm. Mm, Look, yeah, it's always is the pound sign. I mean pound sign. I mean, number sign. Same thing. Pound sign, number right. sign. But I mean, how did it become a hashtag? Because you could do your fingers like that, dude. Cool hashtag, man. Hashtag, bro. I don't know. We done got old, but <laughs> everything you look at has got fifteen hashtags on it now. Everything. Well, all right, guys. Y'all got anything else y'all want to hit on before we head out? Uh, let's see. Let me think. It's been pretty peaceful without Creek here. I know, man. It's been quiet and enjoyable. Creek, Joseph, man, took your spot, brother. We're sitting at about 50 minutes right now. That's no editing. Last time I think I edited three hours out with Creek. All right, <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, I want to end this on a little positive note. It ain't corny, is it? No, positive, okay. cuz. Okay, oh, you said positive. I thought you said corny. And uh, this just being a, a networker and trying to be an entrepreneur and trying to do all that stuff. Trying to get on Shark Tank. <laughs> It says, be more than just a networker. Instead, one, which we can all do this no matter what profession we're in or anything, add value to people's lives. Two, lead with love, not an agenda. Three, find ways to, ways to serve. Four, show you care. Five, encourage others. Six, look to give instead of receive. And number seven is connect people. Hey, you need to frame that, put it on the wall so Creek can look at it. I think I might can do one or two of them, but I don't know if he do any of them. <laughs> well, that was my whole point of doing this podcast, which I won't – it's not really an agenda, and I let everybody know that I did it to bring traffic through First Realty. I did it to promote my business – but also, I'm trying to connect other people like Justin and them. Right. They come up here and, you know, I share their stuff on Facebook all the time. <sighs> they give me a plug, but I share their stuff all the time. I've got all the money invested in this. Help each other out. That's all you got to do. And there's people that's going to hate on everything you do, no matter what you do. You're right. Oh, I agree with that for sure. As Creek would say, at least it gets me out of my recliner. <laughs> Speaking of my recliner. That's where you headed, ain't it? That's where I'm physically go. Yeah, we went and played golf I, today. And you didn't break nothing? No, didn't break nothing. Didn't break no records either. Did you break any clubs? Oh. No. We 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 had fun it, though. It he broke nice. a, few, a few tree limbs. That's your mouth. I went in the woods one time, man. You was in the driving range one time. Yeah, that don't count. That's wild. <laughs> he said he just went in the woods to pee. He can talk crap though. He had the lower score. We ain't gonna say our scores. They weren't very good, but oh, he did was, have the lower. Well, 
he, he probably drives them. He got some new clubs too. Huh? Some new clubs that actually fit him. He drive the hole in every hey. one of them, don't you? Hey, this dude, this dude's six seven. I'm five ten, and he playing with like the same size clubs I am. But now he got his custom clubs, so so now when I beat him, it feels even better. He got, got no bad, excuse. I got a bad back, man. I mean, I'm you know. I told him I had ten stitches in my leg. I still playing golf. Mm. We all get no. Pins and stuff in his collarbone. Come on, Joseph. Yeah, oh, he tore his face off too. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to tell that story <laughs> what, next time. Well, let's go ahead while he's here because we didn't heard this twice. I don't think I know it. Oh, you don't know this story? I don't think so. I might once you get to telling it. Well, I went, I had uh, the bulging disc in my neck. Well, I went to have that fixed and they was going to do a MRI or CAT scan, whichever one, whatever they do. And they found a small mass in my neck and uh, they biopsied it and, uh, it was uh, benign, and uh, they wanted to go ahead and cut it out. They said it was small, that, you know, it would be better to get it out now, that it was going to keep growing, so just go ahead and get it out now. And I was like, okay. You know, they told me how small it was and everything, so I didn't worry about it. Well, I had my surgery on my neck to do my bulging disc, and then I healed from that, and then they were going to do this other surgery. Well, you know, I was more worried about the bulging disc because it was first, and they were talking about this little mass, and it was small, and I, I didn't even really worry about it. Well, after I got done with one for the bulging disc, I go in to see the other doctor, and I'm talking to him. You know, he's telling me different stuff and just kind of, you know, not worried about it. And then I was like, well, you know, what does this involve? Well, what kind of incision did you have with your disc? Huh? What kind of incision did you have when they did your, the bulging disc? Did you just have a small incision? Oh, yeah. It was just a little, little small incision where they went through the front to fix it in the back. They said there was more nerves in the back, so they went through the front to fix it <clears> in the back. But <clears throat> I was more worried about it yet. But then when the next one come around and I got to asking questions, it kind of freaked me out. I was sitting there talking to the doctor, and I, you know, what, what does this involve? And he comes over, and he points to, like, the side of my ear. And he said, well, we'll cut you from here. And he goes down my jawline all the way down up under my jaw. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? He's like, yeah, we cut you from here to here. And we, we peel your face back, and we put this monitor in there. And I'm like, do what? I'm like, are you serious? I thought he was messing with me. He never cracked a smile or nothing. Yeah. And I was like, for real? And he's like, yeah. I was like, why? And he said, well, we got all these monitors. We got this monitor because you got all these nerves in there. So we got to do that to put that monitor in there to make sure we don't hit no nerves. So, yeah, they, they cut me from ear to the bottom of the jaw, peeled my face back. So yeah, I heard the you know the Scarface and the and the what was it Face Off that that movie yeah. you know, but yeah, it was they, something they couldn't else. just go straight to it. <laughs> they I didn't mean, want to mess up that smile. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what kind of smile yeah. is that? I mean, I, how you gonna mess that up? Well, you know, I, after the surgery and everything, I started healing, but that side of my face stayed numb. And he told me it'd take a while for it to come back, but I mean, it stayed numb for like two months, and I was starting to think it wasn't gonna come back, but then it did. That was that was something weird having like the side of your face numb for like two months, but you know that's just is what it is. All right, guys, Joseph, appreciate you coming in. No problem. What'd you Enjoyed think it. about it? I liked it. Oh, Enjoyed yeah. it. I knew you would. Vichois or whatever. Vichyssoise. Vichyssoise. I won't ever be able to say that word. Well, quit saying it. I'm I'm trying. Say potato soup, man. Cold potato soup. Cold potato soup. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Y'all got anything else? We'll get out of here. No, I hear my recliner calling from here. All right, guys. I had Carl pick me up because gas prices are so high. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was wondering about it. Yeah. I was wondering about that. All right, I, y'all. Go ahead. I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks for listening, fam. We're out. The Grind was brought to you by Casey Carden at First Realty Group. Give him a call for all your real estate needs at 931-309-5028, or you can find him by Googling Casey Carden Realty. Visit First Realty located on the east side of the Plasky Square where the huge rocking chair sits out front. Thanks for listening, fam.